All right, let's go over the facts of the case again. The motion uh, of them between one frame to the next is impossibly fast. It kind of looks like Wes entering the alley for a second time. Albion, did, did you see that? Was that was that Marcus? Your reverie is interrupted by a familiar voice behind you, and it sounds like Sergeant Ditko. You get a phone call. Hello? There's a unique void of sound there. You start to hear some tapping sounds. Then the audio to Albion. What am I hearing? L, P, and then H, E. It's a call for help. You turn your head over your shoulder to look at Ditko. He's not there. You see a Nixie, familiar to you, standing on your doorstep. She does not look like she is in good shape right now. Hey, put... Let me in, please. No, I... no, uh, Albion. Hey, um, have we heard from from any cops lately? No, uh, we haven't heard or checked in on Ditko yet. Oh my God, we gotta check on Ditko. Yeah. Fuck. Four corners of the earth. We'll meet you there. Time. What time works for you? Now. All right. Be there with bells on. Yeah. with this Ditko thing, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like the, the most prominent know? issue we're facing right now. Yeah, I mean, he reached out to you. Yeah. So he reached out to you. So while you folks are <laughs> dealing with him, Ro is going to stay at Dez's house with Rowan to Nixie sit um, and just going <laughs> to hang out. <laughs> Don't forget to water her three times a day. Give <laughs> <laughs> her plenty of Remember, sunlight. Remember, you got to boil more water. She likes that. <laughs> if I would have brought a sous vide, if I thought it was, if I thought this was going to be an issue. Oh man, I, I, we'll we'll figure it out. You you guys just focus on um explaining everything. Um, I'll just be here. Uh, yeah, you guys have fun. Okay, uh, take care of everything. Doki doki. <laughs> All right, and I think with that, we're going to drive to um, Four Corners of the Earth. Vroom. It's sandwich time, baby. Are you going to bring a sandwich back for everyone's favorite Nixie antagonist? And also me. I mean, Absolutely. You mean Ro? Please. And Rowan. And Ro. Thank yeah. you. Ro and Ro get sandwiches. <laughs> sandwiches for everybody. Okay, good. We find ourselves in everyone's favorite sandwich establishment with everyone's favorite sandwich proprietor and also a police car parked outside and a police officer, a sergeant, in fact, inside. Ladislav greets you as warmly as he ever does and uh, just asks you if you want the usuals or if you want to mix it up. The usual. Usual sounds good for me. Usual. Usual, please. Don't forget to put in orders for the other two. 
And uh, two of these, whatever they are. <laughs> we didn't ask. What do you think a Nixie would want to eat? I'm going to say whatever fish-based dish that uh, Ladislav has available is probably going to be your your Rowan sandwich. So the tilapia. Fish pocket. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Oh, tuna fish. <laughs> fish pocket. <laughs> fish pocket. Tuna melt. <laughs> All right. Uh, Russian salmon actually sounds good for that. Oh, Ooh, that does. I'm she definitely so would eat hungry that. now. Caviar? I was not before. Uh, well, that's what happens every time we set a scene in this <laughs> wonderful establishment. Of course, the detective sergeant waits for you to put in your orders, and uh, it's not engaging you until you actually sit down with him. I think he knows that you are you're there to meet him, and you don't really have much of a choice there, so he's just going to let you come to him. All right, I'm just going to sit down. Howdy. Mr. Graves. Mr. Ditko. You on duty right now, Mr. Ditko? Well, he takes his badge off of his shirt and tucks it in a pocket. No. Good. Let's talk. Desdemona's going to sit down so that she is definitely not the person sitting next to Ditko. (laughs) (laughs) So diagonal across, huh? Yeah. Oh, that means that you've made the good doctor the one that sits next to him. Indeed, I did. <laughs> oh, fun. He says, Mr. Uh, doctor, sorry, Cooper Smith, Miss Ramirez, uh, thank you for coming out on short notice. I understand we've had, a, let's say, a bit of an antagonistic relationship in the past. Is that fair? I would say that's a fair way to put how things have been, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I, uh, I... Hold on. Actually, I just... I, I called Desdemona Brown to, uh, join me here, and <laughs> she... There's... Yeah. There's you, a you, lot of shit we're gonna be explaining to you. You did Mr. call Ditko. me, yes. He just... He locks eyes with you. I did, huh? I'm sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, your friend Rochelle, then. Rochelle is not present. We're not going to talk about that until I make a couple things very clear. I don't want to have to play a hardball on this, but I gotta, I gotta make sure you understand so. I'm going to protect my own. You're not under that umbrella yet. So here's... Well, it's a real good thing that I'm off duty, now isn't it, Mr. Graves? Because that sort of language can get one in a fair amount of trouble, I think. And I think you believing in fairy tale magic can get you kicked off a force real fast. Do we understand each other? I didn't say anything about that. I had some questions for you because something happened earlier today that I couldn't explain and I wasn't sure about who to talk to. And I figured maybe there might be some insight gleaned from you folks and the fact that you seem to turn up around things that are maybe a little bit hard to explain, maybe a little weird. But if this is the tone that we're going to start off on, I may have to take my sandwich to go. 
I want to help you. I do. However, I need to be absolutely clear that I don't want you using the law to come after us. Well, so if, far, if we're I'm helping sitting, each other, excuse we're doing me, Mr. Graves, I do believe I'm talking. I'm sitting across from somebody who, for the past couple months, has been lying to me. So we're not starting off on amazing terms vis-a-vis the law being involved in whatever the fuck is going on. Okay, Mr. Graves? I'm not going to have you dictate to me how this is going to happen. Actually, I think I'm in the best position to dictate to you how this is going to happen. Because if I'm not the one dictating the terms, I'm not the one helping you. You can't handle this your way. It's out of your field of expertise now. It is over your head. Fuck, it's over our heads most of the time. And you are currently threatening an officer, even if I am off duty. Okay, um, gentlemen. I haven't threatened you once, officer. Albie, can we can we take it down a little bit? We we are in public, and there's there's no need to bring it up to this this level, guys. We can we can do this calmly. We can do this peacefully. I haven't threatened you, officer. I'm making sure there's no threat to us before we help you, because we're about to explain a lot of things to you, and we're about to open a lot of doors that we can't shut by the time we're done. Mister Graves, and it's going to put you at risk. Mr. Graves, I would like to formally request that when I get to talking with Miss Brown here, I get to talk to Miss Brown for a moment. And he just sort of stares at you with his head down a little bit and his eyebrows cocked slightly. Well, before you talk to Miss Brown, I'm going to talk and you're not going to interrupt because I've been trying to explain something and you keep talking over me. And I can't help you if you're not gonna listen. Uh, Ditko just sort of continues staring at you, and the friendliness that may have existed in the previous glare, what little there was, is not particularly there. He's... I need you to roll an empathy check right now. Your target is gonna be a three for a basic empathy read. Okay, empathy for me is not a stat I have, and I rolled a um, a minus one, but I have 11 fate points. Oh, that's obscene. Hot diggity. <laughs> so I am going to tag Protective Streak a mile long, because protecting people is my job, even if it's him. And, um... I'm going to tag uh, magic and ancient weapons are no match for a spouse 12 year sidekick with the context that this man's no has no familiarity with this kind of thing. He is in over his head and he's probably fucking scared. So, OK, I mean, I don't usually need a strong case to accept fate points from you, but <laughs> that's a joke. I would like your fate points, please. All righty. So Thank that's going to be. Two fate points, I'm down to nine. Uh, what is What am I getting for my success? You're getting an assessment uh, from Sergeant Ditko over here, and I think that you're you're going to be picking up on not one of his main aspects, but a temporary aspect that is currently on him. 
It could even be from a consequence. You don't, as a player or as a character, actually know that because that's a mechanic. Right now, Detective Sergeant Ditko is hostile and standoffish as a defense, it seems, because he he had no idea what to expect from this conversation. And you, you get the feeling he might even be a little bit uh, embarrassed to be here in the first place because he doesn't particularly like you as a group of people. And he really hates the position that he's in. You just you can feel that he is deeply uncomfortable with everything about the proceedings. And Alvin's just going to look at him and just say, I know things haven't gone well between us. The other thing I know is where your head's at right now, because I have been in a very similar place. Happened to me a long time ago. Time when everything I thought I understood about this world was ripped away from me. Everything I thought made sense suddenly didn't. When I was hurt by something I could not comprehend. When I was targeted by something I didn't understand. Something happened to you earlier. You don't know what it is. And it's shaken you. I know it has. Because it damn near broke me when I was going through it. So I understand why you're on edge, why you're a little hostile. And I understand that you want to come to us for help the least. But we are the only people <clears throat> that have been where you are um, and that understand what you're feeling right now. If, if, I, if I may, Mr. Graves, he, he maintains eye contact with you, if I may. Sure. Thank you. I, well, I don't, I have no idea what I was expecting from this particular conversation with you all. And I can see a little bit of where this conversation is starting to go. And I am not sure that I like it. I don't, I don't know how I feel about where this is heading, but I did ask you to join me. I'm going to listen for a bit. I'm going to try not to assume, in this case, where I think this is heading, and then go home. <laughs> if you want to walk away, now's the time. Understand that. Once the store opens, it does not shut. So if you want to walk away, you can. If you I want our help... I ain't got to where I am by walking away. Okay? There's no shame in it. But if you want to be part of this... Just gestures to Daz. Um... I, I was wondering... Uh... Sergeant Ditko... First of all... Are you Okay. You can see that his posture changes just slightly, like it loses a little bit of tension. Currently, physically, I think I'm okay. Because 
You did ask for help. You did leave a voicemail with Morse code asking for help on my answering machine. Um, so, how can we help you? Well, I was, uh, I ain't proud of the fact that I was maybe a little bit panicked at the moment. I was trying to talk and have conversation. I was trying to call to someone else at the, the precinct uh, to ask them about something. All that came out was air. I could feel everything physically moving. I should have been talking, but it, uh, it was nothing. Before that happened, had you interacted with anybody? Well, I, I mean, I'd called you. I mean, in your, in, in, in person. Did anyone, anyone I, you know, I, come up and touch you on the shoulder or, you know, give you a pat on the back or, you know, your hands brushed having a coffee or something? I, yeah, I don't think I can take account necessarily right now of all of the people I've had close interactions with today. I have a lot of interactions with a lot of people on a daily basis. I, uh, I'm rather busy, you, you see. Well, I mean... But there was... I feel... I feel fucking insane saying anything right now. There was a... It wasn't just that I couldn't talk. Because if that were it, it would be... I could have just ignored it. I could have just assumed that there was some... Something happening some some shit messed up i don't know you saw something know. you saw something no. didn't you no i felt something okay which is why i reached out to the last person that i had had any sort of contact with that made any sort of logical sense in a moment where i was scrambling for answers and couldn't get any I knew that I'd just talked to somebody who says that they're a medium psychic and maybe they would believe me. What did you feel? It's it's tough to pin down because it was... <laughs> I don't even think it was real, but it was this sort of ethereal malevolence just at the edge of my uh, my perception. It didn't, it didn't seem to have any sort of source. It was just, it was just a feeling. Like, you know how people say you can feel when somebody's staring at you? You can feel eyes on the back of your neck? All too well. It was something like that, okay? It was something, he, he turns to his right and says, Uh, Doc? Yeah. I, I am... Hoping that there is some convenient physiological explanation for the symptoms that I have described. Mm, nope. Uh, if you don't mind, one more question, please. <sighs> well, I, I was, was really, really hoping for a different answer there, but I knew what to expect. Yes. I was, yep. 
I was just wondering, when was the last time you were by the waterfront? But by the by the waterfront. Well, I mean, the precinct is the precinct's right across from the the old Morin Municipal Plant. You know that. I do, but I mean, closer to the the harbor specifically. Uh, when you when you say harbor, you mean the ferry wharf, the park? Yes, those areas. It might surprise you to know that you were spotted there earlier. He looks at uh, Albion and says, Well, you're off the hook. Impersonating a police officer is a much more significant crime than anything that I might have been able to, in theory, run you in for. So, congratulations. I'm not interested in that right now. Okay. Somebody's pretending to be me, huh? He's pretending to be a lot of folks. Well, that that sounds like the kind of criminal dirtbag that I don't particularly care for, running amok in uh, the streets of my city. Here's the problem with that. Uh, while your righteous anger is all well and good, it's not a person doing this. It took more from you than... Your visage. He took your it voice. It took your voice. When you couldn't speak, that's because it had taken it and was using it. It was talking to... It was going after one of our friends. I was real afraid he would say that. Yeah. So all this weird shit that's been going on, everything that you've uh, been running into us with, it's all part of a much water thing. When you ran into us New Year's Eve... We had been trying to intervene in what was happening. Because all that talk about corpses and ghosts wasn't talk. We had to shut that down. The reason it stopped is because we had to stop it. He just sort of sits there, looking between the three of you, processing, uh, really hoping that one of you will basically tell him that you're kidding. That this is all kind of some sort of prank. You doing okay, Officer Ditko? <sighs> I mean, I should have expected I would get this sort of an answer from calling a psychic, I suppose. <laughs> well, at least I know please, you're not one of those... Look, at least I know you're not one of them... Please do not disparage my work. I was just about to say, Miss Brown, at least you're not one of those charlatans who pretends to be psychic and knows that they're just fleecing people or whatever, okay? No respect Thank for that. Thank you. <sighs> At least you have a sort of honesty behind what you do at the very least. And Ladislav has walked over with sandwiches and he's just like, okay, so uh, this is the regular for Mr. Graves over here and as I understand, uh, Miss Brown, this is for you, and Dr. Cooper Smith, Detective Sergeant, uh, this is for you. Hey, uh, are you guys... Uh, uh, okay. Um, I'm just curious about something. Th thank you, Ladislav. Maybe you should be, uh, I don't know, like in the back for a sec? I don't, I don't know why I would go there. This is, uh, if I have a customer come in, I would like to see them. 
look, the reason why we chose this place to talk is because Ladislav here is familiar. Excuse me, what? He knows himself a thing or two. Uh, this is uh, a safe space where we can talk, officer. Uh, uh, uh sergeant, but... I apologize, sergeant. Uh, Mr. Pensison! You're... It, it, this, is, this isn't a joke? <laughs> no, not at all. Um, nope. This, these, these people, uh, you should listen to them and trust them. Uh, it, she, okay. I'm a little confused about some things right now. Oh, no, no. Um, you remember that time when you asked me, uh, some, some time ago about why I was closed on the days that I am? Uh, on the Tuesdays in particular, even though that might be yeah, a better day. And uh, you joked, that, that, is that the night I have my fight club? And I replied, no, I only fight demons that night. And he just sort of looks at him and stares at him levelly. Yeah, we don't fuck with Ladislav. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Are you... No. No. What? What? <laughs> okay. Um, this is, this is a lot, uh, everybody. This is a lot. I think you should enjoy your sandwich. You will feel better. These sandwiches might as well be magic. They're not, but they might as well be. <laughs> I will never tell. And he winks and walks away. <laughs> so, Sergeant, Detective Sergeant, I think now you can understand why... Occasionally, we were not forthcoming with you. Hang on a sec. He turns to the doctor sitting next to him. You are man of science. You're a doctor at the university. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is this... What? The, all this fucking... Is this anything? Is this... Uh, are you part of all this? Yeah, but uh, I got no rabbits up my sleeves. <laughs> he just sort of, his mouth is just hanging open a little bit because, well, you were his last uh, sort of refuge in science and reason and not magic. Well, that's what I do best. Burn bridges. <laughs> Foosh. <laughs> <laughs> So you are telling me as a uh as a, a doctor of medicine and an educator that um magic is real. A demon fucked me up when I was in high school and ruined my soccer career. He just sort of blankly stares at you for a moment. A vampire killed one of my friends when I was in school and I had to watch. Uh, Believe it or not, this is not my first interrogation in this sandwich shop. This is like the uh, fourth time this shit has happened? Do you get a Sunday after this? Uh, this is my second one, but after three, I do get a punch card and a free sandwich. Nice. Uh, 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 I did not agree to that, you hear from behind the counter. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a joke, man. This man's running a business. It, it really is a joke. I, I hope I never get another interrogation in this sandwich shop. No offense. Num, none taken. Yep. But, yeah, there was a white court vampire in the FBI who interrogated me here and Wait, nearly uh, shot me to death. I... <laughs> <laughs> the, 
that's a lot of things you just said. I also talked to dead people. Daz, you dropped you dropped the court thing on him. Am I gonna have to get the flowchart out again? I think we've got more pressing things going on. You might as well get out the flowchart anyway. It's his pride and joy. Flowchart? It's fine. I took a photo on my phone. Look, it's there's, his there's, buddy there's several buddy. kinds of vampire. It's complicated. The- but right now we have some sort of shapeshifter, and it's impersonating a beliefs officer. <coughs> Do you need some pop? Mm, Do I need me. to go get you a bottle? No, I'm, uh, I, uh thank you, but, They uh, have L81 here. <laughs> yeah, they do. I, they, okay. Well, show me something. <laughs> show you something? You, you yep. need visual proof? Yep, because what all you're right. telling me is insane. Yeah, uh, this is just my sister all over again. Don't you guys wish yes. I was there? Oh, boy. Yeah, and I'm gonna have to do what I did for your sister. All right, now... Detective, I'm reaching for a firearm. I just want to sh- let you know that I'm reaching under the table for my firearm. Uh, I. Is there <laughs> any other way that y- this can be done? Can I do? I, can I do some sort I'm of a gonna, psychic reading on him? Calm your tits. It's not like he's going to aim it right at you. My favorite thing is he just wants proof that any of this is real, and the first thing Albion does is, "Oh, I have this gun." Go for his gun. <laughs> yeah. No, it's the thing. It's the it's the visual part of him having the gun. It's oh. the silver fire he's gonna show. Oh no, I'm very I'm very aware. It's just a funny in front of a cop. He's drawing a gun, just <laughs> casually being like, "This is the only way." Yeah, it's can't a, I do like a psychic I mean, reading on him? Uh, you you he can a... conjure all kinds of ectomorph <laughs> ecto whatever power. You can do all sorts of magic. Yeah, this is just like Ghost Grandma, or is Ghost Grandma only? bound to the house that's well, a good uh, question however as you are sort of debating the merits of pulling a gun on a police officer um you you see the s- strangest thing uh and people who are not looking that direction well it won't take long because there's th- yeah it, it it's reflecting off of the wall there is a halo of light just surrounding the head of Ladislav Pinsisen, local <laughs> sandwich maker. No. That's that's all. That's it. He's just calmly organizing his stock and making sure that he is ready to prepare sandwiches for the next customers that come in. And as he does so, there's just this glow around his head. And um, he says in a voice that is just, it, it's, it's more beautiful than you could really comprehend at the moment. He just says, the great spirit hopes that you enjoy the food that this one has prepared for you. <laughs> and then everything is normal again, and he's just <laughs> calmly putting stock away. I fucking knew it. Desdemona takes a bite of sandwich. Alvin's just gonna put his hand on Gugnir and then the silver fire is gonna run up his arm and come out of his right eye. I'm... <sighs> okay. Shit's fucked up. <laughs> the All-Father sends his regards. Maybe, I don't know, he's not talking to me right now. What did you do? Oh no, he's just busy, probably. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
it ain't one of those things where we talk directly to one another. I just invoke him and I get feelings and shit. Ditko just sort of puts his head in his hands. Yeah. I thought today couldn't get any fucking weirder. Are you going to be okay? Well, that's what I've been saying for the past, uh, I don't know, 12 years. It can get weirder. Hi, I'm TV's John Mulaney. <laughs> and I'm the vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Gwenzone. Gwenzone is our long-running mid-roll bit here on Green Mountain Mysteries, where I come on and I talk about all of the things that are happening, uh, not just in the world, but just in general, you know, with me, with things that are the things. (laughs) So yeah, here, this is... Welcome to Gwenzone. Um, that was embarrassing. (laughs) So, first and foremost, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to the show. Um, had I known, like, two years ago that I was going to do a podcast where people would actually care about, like, character choices that I make, and people were going to listen to things that I said, um, dumb jokes, story things, all that, I would be horrified. I don't like hearing myself on recording, and it is scary to think that, you know, I know that other people in other countries are listening to me talk. So that's, uh, that's a doozy. (laughs) But, uh, thank you so much for all the support and kind words we get about the show. It has been amazing to connect with new people and to just have this creative outlet. Like, wow, this has been fantastic, and I'm so excited for everyone to hear where the show goes further down the line. We've got a lot of stuff coming, so please stay tuned for that. I'm so excited to just hear how everything comes out. Um, that's that. Um, next thing to go over during Gwen's own, my favorite bit. Um, go get vaccinated. Don't be a plague rat. Go online, sign up for your vaccination. Um, Please do that so we can reconnect on an in-person level with people. My love language is physical touch, and I haven't had hugs that were not from people in my inner circle in a very long time. Um, Do I like random people touching me? No. Do I miss my friends giving me hugs? Yes. Very much. I would like that again, please, sir. Um, Yeah, go get vaccinated. Like, please. (laughs) Um, Other part of Gwen's zone. I have a new job. I like my new job. I've been there for a few months. Um, If you'd like to stay updated on what I do, I frequently send pictures of the cats and dogs I work with, and sometimes miscellaneous other animals, on our Wholesome Zone tab in our Discord. So join the Green Mountain Mysteries Discord. Um, Interact with us. Come to game night. Comment on, you know, the pictures of blind cats and deaf dogs that I send, because there are always those. Um, yeah. Join our Discord. Support the show by tweeting and following us. Uh, <laughs> this is, yeah, this, <laughs> I'm sorry this is not a well-fleshed-out mid-roll. 
Um, I literally had like a script of what I wanted to say typed out. I recorded it and it sounded dumb. So this is just me sitting on my floor in my recording tube talking at you. Um, but yeah, so that's, I don't really have a whole lot of other stuff I wanted to cover on Gwen's own. Just, um, get vaccinated. Thanks for listening. And my job, uh, <laughs> that's, that's kind of my mid-roll bit. I know it wasn't all haha goofs like everyone else's has, but yeah. Um, oh, before I forget, uh, you look amazing today. I love what you've done with your hair. Your eyes are really pretty, and that outfit is absolutely phenomenal. So keep up, keep up what you're doing. You look and fly. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so now's the part where we talk about our sponsor. Um, Green Mountain Mysteries is supported today by Chewy.com. Chewy is a leading online resource for pet supplies of all kinds. Given that I am a longtime pet owner and now work in an environment where we actually work a lot with Chewy, um, have our, you know, wish lists, things like that, order things from them, I can vouch for them heavily that they are phenomenal with their, you know, the services they provide with their auto shipping. They do a bunch of good stuff for pet owners. Um, you know, if you order the wrong thing, if they send you the wrong thing, they usually will tell you to donate whatever you've ended up with to animal shelters in your area instead of taking those back and throwing them away. They're a phenomenal like company that is, you know, for pet lovers by pet lovers. So go to Chewy.com today. Our affiliate link will be in the description, um, but it is bit.ly slash ChewyPPN. Um, this will get you, I believe, 30% off on your first auto ship order with Chewy. They offer $4.95 flat rate shipping or free shipping on orders $49 or more. They have over a thousand different brands you know and love, as well as some new, fun, interesting brands. Um, I know for our Beagle Kruger, because he's still a baby and he is definitely a hound, um, we got him a lot of puzzle toys from there. Instead of having him chew up my Doc Martens, he's been chewing up the toys that he is, you know, meant to chew on. So I'm very thankful for Chewy for saving me a pair of $100 boots. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you'll get fun stuff from Chewy. Go support them. They're great. A special thanks to Brittany Lee and the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting our show. Um, there are amazing shows on that network, aside from, you know, Green Mountain Mysteries, of course, but shows such as Cult Classics, Home Viewing, Them's the Facts, and the newest show to the family is Pokemakers, which is a show where JD and Alex make a fictional Pokemon game, and they have had amazing, you know, discussions so far on the region and their starters. Um, and if you stay tuned another couple weeks, some of the Green Mountain Mysteries cast has, you know, some guest episodes coming up with them. So stay tuned for that. And the last thing we want to say today is thank you, thank you, thank you for all the support we've gotten, you know, about the show so far. And if you'd like to see more from us, please let us know. Tweet at us, share the show, you know, on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, 
actually, if you want to make a TikTok audio of us, um, do that too, because that's great. <laughs> but yeah, we get a lot of our advertising. It has to be done through word of mouth. That's, you know, the best form of advertising typically. So if everyone can have one additional person in your life listen to the show, we would highly, highly appreciate it. We'd love to expand our GMM family, um, adding more people to the Discord, doing massive game nights, movie nights, things like that. Um, yeah, we'd love to love you to see you around. So thank you very much for listening, and I will let you return to the show. Um, I'm sorry for any awkwardness that happens either in this mid-roll or later on in the show, because I know what's coming up. Uh, I'm an awkward person. So, yeah. Okay. Love you. Bye. Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Steampunks, a podcast about badass women in the history of steam. Steam? So, like, old trains and boats and stuff? No. Well, I mean, yes, but no. Steam stands for science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. Oh, like how Ada Lovelace was the first computer programmer, like, ever? Exactly. Awesome. I want to learn more about Steampunks. And you will. And so will anybody who tunes in every other Wednesday on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Join me and Emily on Steampunks every other Wednesday on the Pocket Podcast Network. And keep flying, you beautiful, majestic, steam-powered horses. Back at Casa de Brown. Ro, you are tending to everyone's favorite Nixie. Cool. (laughs) What does that look like? Um, so actually, is, am I allowed in the room with Rowan? Because I know she was angry at Albion. I mean, you you can knock on the door. Yeah, okay. So I'm gonna walk over and knock on the door, um, and just be like, hey, uh, Rowan? All right. I was gonna ask if you were in there, but I I know you are. Can I uh can I come in and talk? That depends. Are you coming in with fresh warm water? Um, yes. Ro has a a pot of water that she is now set on the floor, but has quickly picked back up because she doesn't want to burn the floor. Then yes, then yes, you may. All right. So she walks in. And just sits down on the toilet, lid closed, of course. And just kind of stares at Rowan for a second. Rowan just sort of stares back. <laughs> That's it. That's the scene. <laughs> There's an awkward silence, and she <laughs> finally breaks it with a... Well? Um... You have water, yes? Yes, yeah, here. Um, she... Am I giving it to Rowan or putting it in the tub? Probably just putting it, it, just put it in. Yeah, so she just pours it in, um, as she does. Um, so, Rowan, you and I haven't really talked. Um, how are you? How's water? There may be a good reason why we haven't talked, (laughs) and I'm sorry, it's not your (laughs) fault. You're just, you're, you're anathema. (laughs) um i would like you to make a lore roll please okay your target is a three 
Actually, you know what? No, I, I, I'm wrong. Your target is actually a one because this is this is, is something that's actually surprisingly obvious. Okay, that that's one. As you get closer to Rowan, um, you feel a sense of wrong and a sense of ickiness as you do. There's just, it's it's just, it's so unpleasant. To have to be close to her and do something helpful for her. Mm-hmm. It's just, you just don't enjoy doing it at all. And I assume this is because, not Ro, but Gwen, because she's part of the Winter Court? Well, that's that's certainly an assumption you can make. Okay. Right now, you just feel a deep spiritual ickiness. Okay. So I'm gonna make this quick, Rowan. I... I think that would be best for both of us, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, I can see why Albion uh, likes you so much. Anywho, I am magic. Um, yes, I know. <laughs> no, I, I know. I. <sighs> you can feel it, can't you? Yeah, yeah. How, how does it feel? I would like to know. Uh, right now. Real gross. I, you make me a little uncomfortable. Um, so I'm sorry that I just openly told you that. <laughs> but no, I, I take no offense whatsoever. Okay. It only makes sense because I feel completely repulsed by your presence, and that's not your fault. All right. Uh, glad we can. We're on the same page. Um, you are you... a changeling, yes? I've been told that, yes. And you are aware of your ancestry, your heritage? Uh, kind of? What do you mean, kind of? I grew up here, um, with no connection to anywhere else, um... I was raised by a human, and only just recently found out that I was some kind of fae. You were... I see, I see. That's... that's actually... that's... I... I feel pity for you. Why is that? For what you just said. You grew up ignorant of who you are. I mean... I've always known who I am. It's just the what that came later. I'm... You are... This is perhaps for you a semantic difference. For me, it's not. Okay. But, yeah. um, So... So I'm new to this. So then you... You grew up here. And you were raised here. And your father left for the never-never again. And your mother raised you here? No. No? Um, I was raised by my father here. That is most unusual. Oh. That seems to be just about every other aspect of my life. Why not this? Um, That's not common for... To happen? Your parent is... is Faye. 
your the the parent that bore you into this world into this reality is Fay. Yes, and they've had no element or influence on your upbringing. We have a lot to work through. I'm aware. I can't imagine what sort of horrible bitch would do that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I've kind of wondered the same thing on and off, but uh. I don't even know and if you I... haven't even met her? No, I I have. Uh a month ago? Two months? I don't Yeah, we've met once. We've talked once or twice since then. Um, nothing's really come of that. But yeah. I don't even know if I can call her my mom or if I should refer to her by her name or I don't know how to go about that. But yeah, it's weird. I, I, yeah. Do it's you want weird. me to kill her for you? No, no. Uh, maybe not that. <laughs> I mean, I'll do it. I love your dedication to your craft. <laughs> you and Albion are a little more alike than I think either of you want to admit. I. I'm sorry. I I know you're not. I thought. I thought I could not actually hate you more. <laughs> I, I'm At sorry. first, it was just the implacable feeling that happens because we are opposites by nature. Now you insult me. I'm I'm sorry. I am so sorry. Um, but I I came up here for a reason. Um, yes, you. What? Oh, I see. Not, aside from the water, what do you know how to do, ma- magic wise? Can you? Turn yourself invisible? Can you shapeshift? Can you fly? I don't... What do Nixies do? She just kind of looks at you. Uh, her her eyes are just plates. Just <laughs> moon round plates for a moment. And then she she has this panoply of emotion that is just a mixture of trying not to laugh and trying not to cry and then she just settles on one of them and starts uh laughing at you and says <laughs> please i i understand i mean no insult little anathema but <laughs> is this just tragic is it not <laughs> <laughs> you have to ask me, Nixie, somebody who is just inherently opposed to you. I am your opposite, and you come to me for advice on how to be Sourcourt. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't... Well, you came to us to help you fight a monster, so she was hey. on the other foot occasionally, bitch! You're not here, Albie, and I got this. You said it much I more know, eloquently. <laughs> Uh, well, I wouldn't say that exactly. I I would. <sighs> okay, and you did. Thanks. Um, I did. Oh God, how do I do this? Um, <laughs> uh, I I I understand that you humans have an expression about crying and laughing and <laughs> doing one is supposed to prevent the other. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but I pity you deeply. I appreciate that um i <laughs> that's not what i expected you to do huh. 
And what did you think I was going to do? Well, no, mo- normally when someone is pitied by uh, their opposite, they don't appreciate it. If you well, yeah, pitied but... me, I'd want to rip your throat out. Well, I don't exactly... <sighs> I want to be on your good side, so I'm staying civil. <laughs> I... I... I don't care how the situation feels for either of us. I came up here for a reason, and I need to test something, if you will allow me. She looks a lot less um, smiley at the moment, and uh, is a little more concerned. I, You understand that there are hospitality laws that you must abide in whatever it is you expect to do here. I understand that. I'm not looking to hurt you. I just... To know that I can do things, I need to try to do those things. So if you will allow me, I would like to just try something um, that will not hurt you. That, yeah. But I don't want to change anything in this room without you being okay first. If you violate... rules of hospitality I cannot be held responsible for what happens next I won't just giving you that warning because you have been quite uh, surprisingly accommodating (laughs) and I am beholden to mm, attempt to reciprocate okay um so my plan for this, and this is out of character, I'm not talking to Rowan about this. Given that Rose had one experience where she has been in cold water and has made herself feel warmer. I don't know if I can, but I would like to try to heat up the water that's in the tub to see if I can. But I don't know if that's like even a thing I can do. Interesting. This is only like one part of what I... I'm looking at right now. I will tell you that you can certainly try. Okay. So I'm going to, with both hands, grab the side of the tub slowly to not make any sudden movements and freak Rowan out. And then just kind of close my eyes and focus on hot. Okay. Do do I do the hot? (laughs) Well, I'm going to ask you to make me a conviction roll and your target is going to be a three yeah boy it's a five okay now a discipline roll and this must also hit a three because you have summoned the power that you are looking to summon through whatever means now you need to control it that is a two So I need a fate point to use. The thing with magic is that if you don't actually meet that, you can still conjure that power and perform the spell or whatever magic you're doing. It's just that you can take one point of backlash or one point of fallout. Okay. Actually, yeah. So I'll do that. Um... Backlash means you take physical harm to mitigate the difference and fallout means that part of your effect 
sort of goes out uh, into the environment and is not exactly controlled by you, so it doesn't do quite what you want. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to risk damaging another living creature or Dez's house, so I will accept <laughs> backlash. <laughs> Appreciated. Okay. So you are attempting to channel your own power of summer to heat the water for this Nixie. You sort of reach into this place that you don't really understand, but you know has to exist inside of you. You've, you've conjured from there before. You've, you've dug deep into there when you were submerged in the freezing waters of Lake Champlain, and every time that you have instinctually turned on a veil to hide, you realize that you've been tapping into that same, that same source just without understanding it or even knowing necessarily why. But now what you're doing is deliberate. You're trying to reach into that same place on purpose and take hold of that power that you know exists. And it's hard. It's difficult. And in doing so, you, you burn yourself a little. You feel the heat that you are attempting to place into the environment, into, into the water. It seems like you are getting the intended effect, but you yourself are heating up significantly more than you expected because you don't have proper control over this. That's one point of physical stress, which is very minor, but represents that you have a little bit of muscle pain and, and aching and such from the heat that just rushed through you. And Rowan just looks at you and says, this pleases me. <laughs> I, I'm glad. Um, and then I run some no, cool no. water. <laughs> I feel oh. as though you may misunderstand. Okay. It's, it is not simply that I find this particular water temperature to be pleasant. I do. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> and the fact that it was <sighs> provided by indirectly the magic of summer... I will live with that. It, uh, I will be a little uncomfortable, but I will sink into the very nice warmth of the bath. But you did something on purpose. You tapped into the side of yourself that I know and that your mother knows. It is very interesting to me to see. Who is this? Who is your mother? Um. Where do you get this power from? Just so I know, with Faye, I know they have like a weird thing with names. If I tell Rowan my mom's name, is that going to be bad? That depends. Are you going to tell her her actual true name? Her true name being the full name or just like Siobhan? Yes. You, as far as you know, her proper name is Shivanshi. Okay. Rose stands up and starts running some cool water under her hands, and she's looking at Rowan through the mirror. Um, 
Her name's Siobhan. She's on the summer court. That's, um... You lie. Uh, yeah. I, um... I know that there's a a power in a name, so I don't know that I'm allowed to give out personal information like that. Seems private. You can't be lying. You wouldn't know that name. I, but, I, I can't believe this. You are the daughter of Siobhan. Mm-hmm. Well, huh. I, I'm... I don't know. Um, yeah, uh, that's the person who birthed me. It's the Faye who birthed you. Yes. <laughs> Siobhan is not a person. Yes, sorry, I, sure, yeah. I am not the person either. You understand. Not in the way that you would <laughs> forget it. Mm-hmm. Not dead. I... Not in the way you know it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> um, I... mm-hmm. You... You are a fascinating individual, Ro. In the bad way? Because it seems like everything you've compared me to has been in the bad way. You really have no idea. No, I don't. Everything that... Everything you have done so far. Meager parlor tricks. Simple. It's nothing. And you don't even know that. I mean, that was just a lot for me just now. So... You really were <laughs> not raised by her, yes. You've... It's... It is very true, then, that you have had no real knowledge of who you truly are. If that was something that required great effort. You have no conception of the power you have access to. Like what? She grins wickedly. You will have to find that out for yourself. Maybe you should ask Siobhan. Maybe I will. Anyway, if you're going to ask your uh, estranged fae mother about... <laughs> um, the incredible things that she has not allowed you to know. Perhaps do it somewhere else. I am quite busy here. Soaking in this very pleasant bath that you have drawn for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm not bringing her here. That's, <laughs> that's for damn sure. Um, too much mother stuff has happened in this house anyway. Uh, <laughs> not the place. I am terribly curious what that means, but I also want you to leave very badly. Yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. And she takes one last look in the mirror at Rowan and then at herself and then leaves and shuts the door behind her. sandwich shop i think again let's go back there all right so we need to talk about what happened follow up on the question des was asking about who uh who might have stole your voice <clears throat> uh well this is all uh 
a lot to take in and consider. Um, the idea that someone, or as you're saying, something, not a person, maybe a vampire. I don't fucking know. It's not um, a vampire. Oh, great. That's comforting. And uh, next, Iqbal could have been like, I don't know what, a werewolf? I mean, no, it's not a werewolf. They're they're not involved in that way. You just said they're not involved in that way in a way that implies that you actually do know werewolves. They're actually really cool. Yeah, they're good folks. Uh, do I? You know what? Never mind. I I am not going to follow up on that right now because what the fuck? I would consider it a kindness if you didn't. I'm wrestling with trying to piece the things you're saying into my own reality and now i'm asking who the fuck else i know that i've been getting sandwiches from this man for some time and apparently he has a demon fight club on tuesdays it turns out tuesday nights <laughs> you know i what else like who else in my city is some some person who it has like I don't know what is going on with them, but it's, it's what this is. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm not gonna start naming names because that that ain't their business. It's their it's their lives. I'm not gonna throw them under any goddamn bus. If they wanted you to know, they'll talk to you about it. <sighs> okay. Well, I mean, I have a few suspicions, uh, because. Why not? Things are... Sometimes things get weird and you can't totally figure out the explanation for... Anyway, I'm... I realize I'm kind of spinning in circles here and I'm probably running over time. Um... I really need to get back on duty because people will ask questions about where I've been, especially after I made a scene. Earlier today. Yeah. Can we'll I handle what caused the scene? Sorry, go ahead. Well, I would like to respectfully ask a, a make a bit of an odd request. Yep. What's your request? I would like to run in Miss Desdemona Brown for obstruction of justice. Charges <laughs> won't stick. I'll let her go. <laughs> I just would like to be able to talk in private. On official time. Can't I just invite you over to my house and we can have a talk there sometime? I'll give you my address right now. Okay. I She's going to like make intense eye contact with Albion. Go, Albion, it would not be a good idea for me to go to the police station. Um, He has made that very clear. I No, actually, I was trying to make it clear that nothing would happen. No, it's not. Not you. Detective, there are factors at play that would make it a bad idea. However, I'm a stranger from out of town. I can get run in for something. I'm sure you can figure something out. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I can. Mr. Graves, you are under arrest for impersonating a police officer. Huh. Wasn't aware I was that kind of creative, but I guess he tosses Sylvester the keys. Take good care of the car. 
Yoink. <laughs> you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. Uh, it, it, I'm gonna... Can I uh, put these on now, please? The uh, I got some cuffs. I mean, uh, yeah, that's fine. I'm cooperating, so I don't think they're necessary. Albin, are you sure you want to do this? Better than if it's you. I'm sorry. I, look, nothing, ain't nothing gonna stick. It's gonna be a misunderstanding. And, because somebody is impersonating me. A crime has been committed. I can call her the wrong suspect. It's fine. Yeah, I'm just- The timing of it is not very convenient, though, considering how we should be out there looking for it. Well, I have what is an extant threat to not only my life, but also apparently the lives of other people in this this city. So I need to get some answers and I need to have a conversation in private with certain individuals. (laughs) I'll take one. Yeah, but this farce could get somebody else. It's already been to the police station. How do you know that? It took, it took your, your voice. voice. It took your visage. I go out and about on the town. I do things. I go place. You met me at a pub, at an underground pub. You know that I'm not bound to the police station 24-7. So you actually don't know that. I just have a really bad feeling about the timing of this Albion. Can I continue to read you your Miranda rights? Yeah, hold on. <laughs> look, look, officer, detective, I just need to be out within an hour or two. Oh, yeah, that I can make that happen. Um, I I'm won't going be to gone respect, long, Des, I promise. I, I will respect your wishes on this one. I need, I just need the straight dope. I need you to talk to me no bullshit about this because I am having a hard time wrapping my head around this. And I would like to talk about this in a setting where maybe a random customer of Ladislav's won't walk in. Yeah, and Des, your house is a bad idea right now. So this will be fine. I'm going to have to ask you to explain that comment once we get back to the station. Don't worry. An hour, Albion, and then I'm calling my lawyer. All right. I'm sure you have a good one. He got me free. Free from what? You know what? No, Miranda writes. Miranda writes now. <laughs> Click. Clack. <laughs> see, uh, I'll take that address, Miss Brown, and I will see you in an hour. Here's my business card. Oh, right. I do have that. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Forgetful, dumb idiot cop. <laughs> they're, I tell you, they're everywhere. <laughs> Ouch. Just burn them right down. <laughs> <laughs> she meant the business cards. I'm really not comfortable with this.
you you do not you do not fuck with the Cisco. He is the one Starfleet captain that is like, bitch, I will bomb a civilian target and I won't feel bad about it. <laughs> That's fun. You disgraced your uniform! My microphone fell! Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the timing on that was incredible. <laughs> Uh, what did that sound like from your end? <laughs> uh, it sounded like amazing timing. Yeah, it sounded like it, it should have. <laughs> it sounded like an episode closer. <laughs> yeah, it, it sounded like you were you were trashing your microphone as you were screaming at someone. It sounded like you were kind of falling down almost. <laughs> yeah, well, my mic just slowly fell onto my desk. Amazing. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.